Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. Welcome to the Women in Tech Weekly Remix episode. Three, two, one. My name is Esprit Devora, host of the Women in Tech show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create the Women in Tech show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. To connect and collaborate with extraordinary women in tech around the world, remember to go to the Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. The best business resource I have is my mentor's private Facebook group. I've never found a community that cares more about one another's success. It inspired me to create the same thing for podcasters. If you're a tech company or startup looking to grow your podcast audience, I created GetPodcastListeners.com, a private group specifically to discover how other podcasters have grown their audiences so we could do the same. Check out GetPodcastListeners.com. That's GetPodcastListeners.com. Hi, I'm Sarah Dempsey. I am the head of social media marketing at Official. We are a relationship app for couples to improve their relationship. I'm based in New York City. So when it comes to marketing, I am best at kind of crazy ideas. I really like finding a weird idea that we're not sure if it'll work or not, but really putting my all into it and seeing how we can take the brand and connect it with our target audience in a unique way. So it will engage the audience. TikTok is a really easy way to do that because of the quick nature of it and how easy it is for people to like and share and how great TikTok is at finding the correct audience and serving it to the correct people. For the TikTok in particular, Our goal with it was to really just explain official to people that may be interested. And the way to hook on TikTok is a really great intro. And the one for the TikTok that I had made that originally went viral was stop scrolling if you're in a relationship. And that pretty much instantly hooks anyone who's in a relationship because it's direct call to action just to stop doing what you're doing immediately and watch this. And even people who weren't in relationships were continuing to watch through and try to figure out, wait, why can't I watch this video? I'm not in a relationship, but I want to know what's going on. Uh, And that's kind of a trend that's been popular on TikTok. The stop scrolling if you're this type of person or keep scrolling if you aren't this type of person. Uh, So kind of taking these trends and morphing them into something that works for your brand is really important and something that's worked really well for me and official. What goes through your day-to-day research? Like what blogs do you look at or books do you read? How do you kind of 
uh, gain intel to be the best you can be as a marketer for a startup company? Sure. I spend a lot of time looking through Twitter. Honestly, I wish I had a more advanced knowledge base that I went to, uh, but I follow all my favorite bloggers and journalists on Twitter. And uh, when they share their content, that is the easiest way for me to see what's there, see what's available and get to it quickly. Um, Twitter is just a great place for me to kind of organize my wants out of media. I have a lot of bookmarked threads from Twitter. I love that people have been posting more threads lately. They're so helpful and they're so digestible. It's a great way to get information quickly. Hi, this is Marvel Dweeney. I'm the host of Soft Robotics Podcast. If you're interested in about understanding how we can design safe soft robots inspired by nature, please check in the podcast. And I'm based in Brussels, Belgium. And the podcast is based in Paris, France. I'm from Egypt, so when I was in faculty of engineering, I was a top student. And by the way, I don't believe in, in the grading system and numbers anymore, but Based on that, I get employed as senior assistant lecturer. It's different from the West that you automatically, once you're a top student, you get employed as senior assistant lecturer. And I was teaching and, and I'm doing master's and, I, and after master's, I become senior assistant lecturer. And because of life events and, um, you know, life sometimes is, is uncertain, I decided to leave my home country. And uh, yeah, I had a rebirth again when I left because just like, I just want to leave everything. And it's really hard because now I'm doing the PhD and it was a little bit delayed, but it's really hard because life uncertain. I couldn't choose to be in my place and just do a PhD and be a lecturer and not be delayed. But it's interesting because for now, I'm, I'm not sure where I will go. I'm, I'm, I'm still uncer uncertain because uh, I, it's like when you go from destination A to B, and or and then you found yourself it's not really direct you go to in between different trajectories and it's not linear what we can see it's highly nonlinear and that's what we use of robotics if you have system nonlinear system high it's not predictable and that what happened to me it's absolutely not predictable it's painful but if it didn't happen i didn't discover podcasting and i think that sometimes uh, yeah we don't know what lies in the in the future, why certain things happen to us? Because we have another plan. Maybe life has another plan for us, yeah. I mean, having to move and overcome what you've overcome, what do you think has been a guiding force to give you the strength to absorb all the challenges you have and come out on the other side, landing on your feet? Wow, that's a wonderful question. <laughs> Very wonderful question. It's really hard, you know? For me, the strengths, uh, my mother, she passed when I was 19, and she was the ultimate force motivation for me. And when she passed away, I was fully broken. I was really broken. And I was remembering that I, I, I still have two years left uh, to finish engineering degree, and I was saying, I can finish this, this two years. And luckily, my grandmother, the mother of my mom, she became my surrogate mom, and, and she was my biggest support. And... When you have a hard time, you, you need someone to go and just go and cry and, and just have this kind of support. 
when I was 26, my grandmother passed away. And then that's when I left my home country. I said, that's, that's it. It's a breaking point for me. I don't want to. But when I, when I moved to a new journey, I remember that day being in a new place and having this repairs from, it's like a new life, but I remember having the first bad day. I say, where I can go now and, and tell what I have. And that was really harsh, really harsh. And I, I have to be honest, I still sometimes struggle with that. But if you ask me like two years ago, or three years ago, it's very hard because you need some people to give you strength. And then I discovered, well, people sometimes can disappoint you and research or academia, you need the result, you need to be productive. And sometimes, to be honest, sometimes if you don't care too much about your feeling or how it's go for you. And then I try to learn, well, you have to get the strength from your inside. And it is hard because people tend to have a lot of people and that's, that's absolutely normal. And that's what I used to do. But when life gives you hard challenges, you have no option. You just have to support yourself. That's how I am trying to do that. And it's absolutely true power to convert yourself and push back because it's sometimes hard. Hey, this is Farah. I'm a co-founder of Editor. Editor is an online platform and we auto-generate subtitles for your videos in over 70 languages. We're based in London, England. To be honest, we're quite lucky. I would say, I'd hope they'd say the same about me. They're quite easy to work with. (laughs) We have meetings, but I think compared to most businesses, we actually keep the meetings to the minimum. We kind of meet when we need to meet about something, chat when we need to chat about something. But other than that, we kind of have this culture that if something needs to get done, we get it done. Not absolutely everything needs to be discussed. Um, it, it can always be done and then shown. We use Google Docs quite a bit. We use Discord and we just kind of ping each other on there. And then if it's a bigger task, we'll kind of break it down, um, all be on Google Docs at the same time and which I actually found slightly overwhelming because we're all highlighting different things at the same time it's all going very fast (laughs) but yeah and we'll just assign it that way and go from there and then the next time we we have something to do we'll review it and then do it again so it's I think we've we've got used to COVID's probably helped with working remotely and communicating that way so I think it comes somewhat naturally to us You're so so lucky that it does. And what was your strategic planning as a team when you submitted to beta list and to product hunt and to do that initial marketing? What was the strategic plan? While Staff and Tim were working on making the product, I was kind of finding all the platforms that we would be launching on. And I I created our, because they ask you different platforms, ask for different things and different platforms want different thing so I just kind of figured out which each wanted and I um, drafted our application before we even had a product so for our product launch also we would do I had things that we did before the launch things that we did a week couple weeks before sorry um, things that we did like during the first couple of days we had shifts to reply to people fast (laughs) and then (laughs) things that we did after so I think just really um, planning it well and because I I don't code personally myself um, I take on a lot of those kind of roles um, and Saf and Tim do um, the hard bit. <laughs> they do the the really technical coding bits. So yeah, we kind of divide, divvy it up based on our skill sets, which are 
quite different. <laughs> and a little insider tip for everybody also looking to put their startup on um, these different platforms. There's a site called submit.co, S-U-B-M-I-T.co. And it has a list of every single beta list product hunt kind of site. So it's really useful mm. in your launch campaign. The Women in Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. And music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The Women in Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.